Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome back to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience all over the world is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, and prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and you can reach us through our website at www.yieldtothekingministry.org. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Today's episode is entitled, Christian Hymns Dwell Within Our Hearts. And what I like to do, as you all know, is I like to go back over the promotional material because that sets the the stage and the tone and the foundation. So the short pitch is, Christian hymns have withstood the test of time because they are rooted in the word of God. And I love church hymns. When singing them, they minister to me deep down within my soul. Christian hymns give us hope and faith because they are rooted in theology and share the richness of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Centuries ago, singing hymns in church gatherings was as important to our forefathers as it is for us today. Imagine the Christian hymns that were penned dating back to the 6th century and probably before are still popular today in the 21st century churches. So I find myself sometimes longing for more hymns. Don't get me wrong, I love gospel music, I love some of the more contemporary Christian songs that we sing, but our Christian hymns and other truth-filled songs take our eyes off ourselves and put them back on Jesus Christ. It is unto God that we are singing our praises. Over the years, there has been a shift in our church songs. They talk more about self than God, and as a side note, some of the songs have actually become theologically incorrect and very self-centered. So I thank God for congregations that have not altogether abandoned the traditional hymns. I have a few all-time favorites, and one is I Surrender All, another one is My Hope is Built, another one is Holy, 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 I Love, Oh, I Want to See Him, and that's just to name a few. But most of the time, I can count on at least one or two traditional hymns being sung during during worship service. And I've even come to enjoy some of the ones that I am less familiar with. What amazes me, though, is when I think about the church hymns, these are the very songs that were sung centuries ago. So what I did, of course, I did some research, and I had a lot of fun doing this research. I decided to select nine popular hymns and to go through who is the, um, the, uh, the author of that song and also some information about 
that song if I was able to gather that information. And the first one that I want to present to you is Be Thou My Vision by Balan Forgale of Ireland. And this was written back in the 6th century. He lived sometime between 530 A.D. through 598. He is also known as St. Balan. Uh, and he was an early Christian Irish poet, and he is known for pinning this song, Be Thou My Vision. And I'm going to read the first stanza, the first verse to you. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Not be all else to me, say that thou art. Thou my best thought, by day or by night, waking or sleeping, thy presence, my light. Now, when I was doing the research and looking up these songs, um, the several songs we're familiar with, as I go through the list, you'll be familiar with them also. But there are many verses, and that sometimes I didn't realize that. Uh, we might in, in church sing verses 1, 3, and 5, or 2, 4, and 6, or whatever, but Several of these songs had many verses, so I'm just going to present to you one verse or maybe the last verse, and then there's some other verses that you may be more familiar with. The other song that I selected to put on my list is All Creatures of Our God and King. Now, this particular hymn was written by St. Francis of Assisi uh, in Italy, and it was written around 1225, and he was a Catholic friar, deacon, and preacher. And the song is based on the Psalm 69, verse 34, and also Psalm 47, verse 7. And it reads, Let all things their creator bless and worship him in humbleness. Alleluia, alleluia. Praise, praise the Father, praise the Son, and praise the Spirit, three in one. Now, what I'm not going to do is read you each passage that the, the, the hymn is, is connected to, the scripture that the hymn is connected to, but I will give it to you, and you can write it down and take a look at it yourself, and also maybe even write down the title of the song. So that was All cre- cre- Creatures excuse me, of Our God and King by St. Francis of Assisi. The next one is A Mighty Fortress is Our God. And this song is probably one of the greatest hymns written by the greatest man of the greatest period of German history. And A Mighty Fortress is Our God is also called the Battle Hymn of the Reformation. This song was written by the great German reformer, Martin Luther, and it was written sometime between 1527 and 1529. And so this song, the first stanza is, A Mighty Fortress is Our God, a bulwark never failing. Our helper he amid the flood of mortal ills prevailing. For still our ancient foe doth seek to work us woe. His craft and power are great and armed with cruel hate. On earth is not his equal. And that song I was very familiar. I wish I had the voice to be able to sing, but I'm not going to do that. So I'm just reading them to you, but I think I had the cadence as if I were singing. The next song is Praise to the Lord, the Almighty, and this is by Joachim Neander of Germany, and this this particular uh, song was written in 1665, and it is based on Psalm 150, verses 1 through 2, and it says, 
Praise to the Lord, the Almighty, the King of creation. O my soul, praise him, for he is thy health and salvation. All ye who hear, now to his temple draw near, sing now in glad adoration. Praise to the Lord, the Almighty, by Joachim Neander, and that's based on Psalm 150, verses 1 through 2. The next one we're all familiar with, and it's Amazing Grace by John Newton, uh, and it was written in 1779. Now, John Newton was an Anglican clergyman in England who served as a sailor in the Royal Navy. Later, he became a captain of a slave ship. He became ordained as an evangelical Anglican cleric, excuse me, and also wrote hymns. He's known for amazing grace, and he also wrote glorious things of thee are spoken. So Newton started his career at sea at a young age, and he worked on slave ships in the slave trade for several years. After experiencing a period of Christian conversion, John Newton eventually renounced his trade and became a prominent supporter of abolitionism, living to see Britain's abolition of the African slave trade in 1807. So uh, John Newton was born in about 1725, and he died in 1807. So he was able to see that uh, slavery, which he probably no longer agreed with, was abolished. So Amazing Grace goes like this. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found, was blind, but now I see. And Amazing Grace is based on Romans 5, chapter 5, verse 15, Psalm 66, verse 16, and the book of John, the Gospel of John, chapter 9, verse 25. The next song is Holy, Holy, Holy. And it's by Reginald Heber of England, and it was written in about 1826. And it reads, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, early in the morning our song shall rise to thee. Holy, 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 merciful and mighty, God in three persons, blessed Trinity. Now, the other one that I selected, which is an all-time favorite of mine that I didn't mention earlier, is Blessed Assurance. Blessed Assurance was written by Fanny Crosby of New York City in the United States, and it was written around 1873. Fanny Crosby was born in 1820 and died in 1915. She was blind at the age of six weeks, but she was a lifelong Methodist who began composing hymns at age six. Imagine that. She became a student at the New York Institute of the Blind at age 15 and then joined the faculty of the institute at age 22. She taught. And then she married, and she married a student also who also became a faculty member, and he was a fine musician, just like Fanny, and a lover of literature. As an author, Fanny Crosby is responsible for more than 1,000 gospel hymn texts, and she drew her inspiration for her writing from her own faith. And this is how Blessed Assurance's first stanza, first verse goes. Blessed Assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine, heir of salvation, purchase of blood, excuse me, purchase of God, 
born of his spirit, washed in his blood. And that's based on Hebrews 10.22. The next one is Great is Thy Faithfulness. And this is by Thomas Chisholm. He was in Kansas, the state of Kansas in the United States. And he was born in, uh, this, this particular song was written around 1923 or 1925. And this says, Great is thy faithfulness, O God my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou forever wilt be. And that is based on Lamentations chapter 3 verses 22 through 24. And then In Christ Alone by Keith Getty and Stuart Townen of Northern Ireland. It was written in 2001. So I brought you from the 6th century all the way up to the 21st century. And this song reads, In Christ alone my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm, what heights of love, what depths of peace, when fears are stilled, when striving cease. My comforter, my all in all, here in the love of Christ I stand. Well, and then there's one scripture I want to present to you, and that's Ephesians chapter 5, verses 19 through 20. And this is the New International Version. And the verse 19 says, Speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. Verse 20 says, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So with that, I've presented to you uh, nine songs, what we would consider traditional hymns. I'm sure you have your own list. It could probably consist of way more than nine but songs that are rooted in the Word of God, songs that, hymns that are traditional hymns that I presented from the 6th century all the way to the 21st century that we are still singing today. And even though our fathers, our forefathers sang them, we are still singing them today. So in conclusion, next time we open up our hymnal and sing praises unto the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, let the words resonate within and minister to the very essence of our being. Pay closer attention to the words. Let's ask ourselves, do the words tie in with Scripture? I pray that our praises reach the heavens above and our sweet aroma to God the Father. God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. We will talk again in two weeks. God bless you.